Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And today we have a rather interesting episode of Virtual Legality, especially given a lack of legality here. We're going to be talking about marketing and messaging as we do in this space. But more specifically, the topic of conversation here, Blue Box Game Studios and their video game project, at least as announced, called Abandon is the most requested topic of anybody that comments to me on my videos or in my social media this week. Now, if you haven't been following this story, it's probably properly characterized as a bit of a conspiracy theory. I've been following it, I've been looking at it, and I don't generally comment on these things. I think conspiracy theories can be fun as long as you understand that you're putting together patterns and pieces that probably don't go together, but might. And when we're talking about figures in video games like Hideo Kojima, maker of Metal Gear Solid, and PT, one of the most popular demos in video game history, you can get into a situation where historical practice, particularly with Mr. Kojima, might make you more inclined to find conspiracy theories where they don't exist. And yet, as of today, I do think we have something to talk about here in this space because the messaging has gotten so weird and so obvious, and there's clearly some party acting wrongfully or deceitfully that I think we can talk about it in this space. Now, I'm going to leave most of the details on the conspiracy theorizing to videos and websites that have gone over this in great detail, but I'm just going to give you the lay of the land here. Assuming that you don't know everything, there was a tweet put out in the middle of June that said something along the lines of, guess the name, abandoned equals first letter S, last letter L, reveal closing in, hashtag PS5, hashtag exclusive. Now, this was ultimately deleted, and we'll talk about why. Uh, in a little bit, but this was from the makers of this abandoned video game. And I said at the time that one of the things I really love about following conspiracy theory stories is not the belief in them, but in watching human beings of all stripes, in all backgrounds, of all walks of life, find patterns. And that will never not be amazing because no matter what, you could put a conspiracy theory together about almost anything because there's enough data points that you can start combining things. You can combine what Hideo Kojima's name translates to in Turkish and what's happening with respect to one screenshot that's been shown of this game, etc., etc. And that will always be awesome to me because it's pretty crazy when you think about it. Now, where did all of this come from? Abandon was actually a game announced, as far as I know, on April 7th through the PlayStation blog. It said, hello everyone, I'm Hassan Kamaran from Blue Box Game Studios based in the Netherlands. I can't wait to show off some gameplay footage from the game in action. However, since this game is at an early development stage, I wanted to announce it and show off a little announcement teaser we made. Abandoned is a cinematic first-person horror survival shooter set in a highly detailed open world environment and favors a realistic approach to survival. So it does have in common a number of aspects with PT, that demo that Hideo Kojima put out while he was still working with Konami that would have been then called Silent Hills, a sequel to the very famous Silent Hill series. Now it's worth noting that when you go and you look at the PlayStation blog, this particular announcement does stand out. For the most part, when you look at PlayStation blog posts, and here I pulled up some from the end of April, you see Subnautica, you see Among Us, you see very popular indie games, and you see Sony games. Returnal, Sackboy, Days Gone, Apex Legends, and of course, Resident Evil 8 Village. You see here, Village's primary villain of the first area, Lady Demetresque, 
And as we talked about in this space, it's worth noting that Sony and others appear to put significant value on participation in Sony's first party social media presence, including the PlayStation blog. When we looked at the purported alleged exclusivity agreement between Sony and Capcom, Sony wasn't paying money for any bit of Capcom's exclusivity in that draft agreement. They were paying with marketing, including presence on the PlayStation blog. So this does abandon presence here, strike as a little bit unusual, and hence the early seeds of a conspiracy theory are born. Then we get a very, very interesting tweet that directly relates to what we're going to talk about today, which was made on May 31st that says, experience all trailers and gameplay reveals with images rendered real-time by the PlayStation 5's hardware with the abandoned real-time trailers PS5 app. Now you look at this and you say to yourself, all right, it's a trailers thing, but it's really, really unusual. If you don't play PlayStation or if you don't play consoles in general, you get trailers that are played like movies, just like on YouTube, just like you could see them elsewhere. You don't get a separate application that runs these things on the system itself. And it certainly strikes as something that Sony, as the hardware creators and owners of the PlayStation 5, would have to facilitate. So we've got now a game called Abandon, announced on the PlayStation blog as a PlayStation exclusive with a specialty app that allows for real-time trailers. In fact, you might call them playable trailers or PT. Now, this was actually delayed earlier this week. The abandoned trailers app got delayed for three days due to localization issues. We had to delay it. Apologies for this. It's launching Friday the 25th, which if you're keeping a calendar next to your desk, you might know it is the day that we're making this video today. Also, the app will kick off with an introduction to get you introduced with its purpose and how to use the app, which is an odd aside. It's an app. Presumably you, you play the thing and then you, you play the trailer and you, you observe it and all is well with the world. But that's not all that's been unusual. No, in fact, Hassan Kamaran from Blue Box Game Studios actually apparently had a voice note that he put out there into the world that said the teaser, we didn't have a lot of time, so Sony wanted something real quick. So we had to show something and that was not the game at all. So the game will be different. A whole bunch of stuff here. And at bare minimum, you're starting to get the impression that Hassan here is someone that enjoys playing with information, teasing folks about what's real and what's not. You get that from the blue box tweets. And ultimately you get a rescission and a deletion of the Silent Hills hint tweet, probably because someone that really doesn't have any relationship to what's going on here is not too thrilled with what Blue Box Game Studios is doing. They put out a tweet that said, we wanted to set things straight. We have no relations with Konami, the owners of the Silent Hill intellectual property. We do not have any relations with Hideo Kojima. It was never our intention to tease the name as Silent Hill. And we sincerely apologize for this. Now, that's all well and good. You can take that for what it's worth. But of course, if you think about this in reverse, and if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're already doing that kind of thing. You think, well, if that's a lie, nobody's going to care when the lie is announced because, hey, that's great. This game exists. People are excited about it potentially existing. Now, you can go too far with that, of course. We talk about messaging a lot in this space. And certainly, I think this entire story starts to lean on that too far approach, especially when we talk about what happened today. So as we said, the reason I'm making this video is that that playable trailer application was intended to come out on the 22nd. Then it was going to come out on the 25th. 
as a short delay for localization. And then you got a video from Hassan. He started using videos uh, as part of this to hopefully kill rumors that he was Hideo Kojima, that he was somehow a fake personality. They put him out here. And some people said that this proves something. Probably not, but that's the beauty of conspiracy theories as well, is that any proof against it primarily just supports the theory on its own. And in this particular video, you got really where, in my opinion, the rubber hit the road and where I thought it was useful enough for me to talk about. In this video, he says he's delaying the app again. This trailer app, this real-time playable trailer app, he's going to delay it, not for three days like he did on June 22nd, but instead until August when the first trailer will be made available. He says it's because of bugs and localization, which obviously would have been apparent three days ago. And more interestingly to me, the sentiment implies that they were going to launch this playable trailer application today without trailers. His sentence here is that he is going to have a trailer made available in August. That's when the first trailer will be. And so he's going to move the application launch date till then. So you get a couple of interesting things. If you're a conspiracy-minded individual, you say, wow, maybe this is Sony and Hideo and whomever looking at the situation, looking at what had come up on the internet and saying to themselves, my God, if we release the trailer application and it's just a shell without a trailer, the negative ramifications of that are going to be so significant that we just can't do it. That the original plan was to have this playable trailer announced with no content in it, just being a title screen and some kind of shell device, which admittedly is a great troll in my opinion, but I think a number of people would have been upset. So you could view this as them essentially saying, whoa, 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 we've looked at that. We've decided against it because at the end of the day, that would make people really, really mad. So we're going to move the date to when the trailer came out. Or you could look at it as just ridiculous, that the entire thing is playing with people, right? I went out with a tweet as soon as I saw this and said, look, folks, this is a marketing stunt. And in terms of eyeballs on a game that no one had ever heard of before April, it's a good one. Now, whether you think that originates with Blue Box Studios or someone else, that's up to you. But somebody is being deceitful. This is as obvious as I can see somebody playing around with you. By the time the 22nd hits, you know something's not going to release on the 25th. And if your trailer wasn't going to be released until August, you knew that even if you released the application, it wouldn't do anything until then. So this is somebody that is playing with you for eyeballs, playing with you to get these articles, to get videos in virtual legality talking about this game that no one has ever heard of. And you can decide for yourself whether or not that is something that is okay with you or not. You can decide for yourself whether all of this leads to Hideo announcing Silent Hill in August or not. But at the end of the day, one thing that is clear to me is that it's starting to smell bad. It's starting to look bad for Blue Box, absolutely, but also for the folks that are associated with Blue Box, right? This game got its own blog post on the PlayStation blog. This is valuable stuff that people sell things for. This game is an exclusive to the PlayStation. It is tied to the PlayStation's brand goodwill. And when you start to really think about it, that could impact Sony. That could impact the Sonys of the world. And I think that's where I want to make my point here. If you recall in Virtual Legality, and we talked about this extensively, Cyberpunk 2077 didn't have the smoothest launch 
last December. On your screen right now is a thumbnail that says CDPR should probably stop talking. And the reason for that is because they went out with messaging that was directly against their hardware partners. I've pulled up the apology tweet from December of last year. And if you recall, the last paragraph of that apology tweet said the following. For copies purchased digitally, please use the refund system of PSN or Xbox respectively. You can opt to refund your copy. They then had a call with investors where investors said, okay, is that what's actually happening here? I was wondering whether your console partners like Microsoft and Sony will be and but will by any chance participate in the refunds or is the financial burden yours only? One has to understand, says CD Projekt Red, Microsoft and Sony have refund policies for every product that is released digitally on their storefronts. Despite several articles I've seen that things are being set up just for us, it's actually not true. These policies are in place and have always been in place. They're not offered specifically for us. So though, even though our tweet went out there and said, you can opt to refund your copy. If you bought Cyberpunk and are not pleased, you can opt to refund your copy. And implying that PlayStation's usual block on refunds would not apply in this specific instance because the developer itself was acknowledging the problem. Sony, of course, didn't do that as they acknowledged their own investors. And so Sony wound up getting caught up in the wash here with answering phone calls that you don't meet our refund policy requirements, which you can blame on Sony, surely, but CD Projekt Red never bothered to check. Investors also noted that the certification process didn't appear to block this. They say, presumably Microsoft and Sony always get games that still have bugs and decide they're going to be okay, partly on the basis of discussions that you have that there will be fixes. And the answer was, in terms of the certification process and third parties, that's definitely on our side. I can only assume that they trusted that we were going to fix things upon release and that obviously did not come together exactly as we had planned. The Cyberpunk 2077 launch put Sony in the lurch, not just with its customers, but also generally as a hardware platform guardian by putting paid to the lie that certification doesn't involve this element of trust with publishers. Say, eh, they trusted that we'd fix these bugs. I guess we got them, huh? We released the game anyway. And Sony reacted as you might expect a company like Sony would. They pulled the game seemingly angrily, or at least as angry as you can do in the world of corporate transactions. And it didn't return until just a few weeks ago, six months from when it was pulled off the shelves. Now, Sony did that despite Cyberpunk 2077 being one of the biggest launches of 2020. The hype for Cyberpunk was unreal throughout 2020, and Sony undoubtedly lost at least some money in the share of revenue that they would have realized from selling Cyberpunk on their PlayStation Network store. They did that to one of the biggest video game companies in the world, selling one of the most hype-filled and biggest video games made available last year, and they did it to protect their brand and image. And yet, when we look at a story like this, when we look at Hassan from Blue Box Game Studios saying, oh, it's not the 22nd, it's the 25th, uh, it's not the 25th, it's August, please wait for our PlayStation exclusive using a real-time trailer app that nobody else has that we're using that is clearly something that is affiliated with Sony or at least facilitated by Sony in getting it out there. And I look at the situation. If I were to look at this as a conspiracy theorist and say, hmm, I would expect Sony to act on this kind of thing. I would expect Sony to have a comment, to relate 
to the people that this isn't Sony's fault based on everything that's happening if this truly is something that Sony's separate from. And so it's interesting to see exactly what that will look like in the near future. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but as much as I'm not a conspiracy theorist, I also think people are too quick to, to buy any little thing here. IGN went out on June 22nd with a headline that said, Hassan appearing in a video proves he's a real person, isn't working on Silent Hill. Definitely doesn't prove he isn't working on Silent Hill. It proves he's a, he's a human being, the person that's appearing in that video. But if you actually go and you click on that article, they're saying it's a real person and not an actor, which that video doesn't support at all. And again, I'm a lawyer, so I'm looking at things from a very kind of evidence-based approach. But still, I look at it and I say, I understand how people are conspiracy theorizing on this. And yet, as far as this video goes, I look at it and say, follow Sony. Sony's got some interest in all of this. And this is the first time that I really think that Blue Box comes across as fundamentally trolling, fundamentally playing with people. Oh, it's not going to be the 22nd. It's going to be the 25th. And we might not have put a trailer in it at all, but it's not going to be the 25th. It's going to be August. Is as close to I seeing actual trolling coming from a corporate entity. And if it's not done for something greater, then at the end of the day, uh, it's all just going to make everybody look bad. And it might still in any event. I think that there probably is a time for fun marketing, fun deceit, uh, as it were, and, and a time to put that to bed and try to get out in front of what is quickly becoming bad publicity. So thank you so many people asked me to comment on this. I, I don't know whether or not any of this is real. I can tell you that certainly Blue Box enjoys playing with communications, enjoys teasing people, sometimes appears to go too far. Uh, and this would appear to be one of those times. Does that mean something greater is going on? I don't necessarily think so. Uh, but certainly Sony uh, and some of the big players here are going to have to watch this uh, because it can reflect negatively on them. This has been Virtual Legality for today. If you enjoy talking about things like conspiracy theories and marketing, corporate messaging, business, and law, please consider supporting the channel. We've got a Patreon, we've got Streamlabs, we've got a store, or just subscribing, ringing the bell, upvoting, downvoting, leaving comments, telling the algorithm and your friends that we're here. This has been Virtual Legality for today. If you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.